So this continues from the VAK uh, episode that I recorded yesterday. So I want to add in another element of language pattern, and that is the metaprograms. These are a different ways of processing our world. Imagine each one as a continuum. We ideally need some flexibility to be anywhere along the continuum, depending on what we need to do. But in reality, most of us have a preference, rather like with VAK, and tend to favour one end or the other. Now, knowing which your child favours will indeed help you decide how to communicate with them. Regardless of which of the specific chapters you want to turn to first, you will need to communicate with your child. So understanding which metaprograms they're running will help enormously. It will also help to know which ones you are running, because as with VAK, when we find ourselves operating a different pattern of communication to our child, it will be like speaking another language. And your child will need to translate what you say into their pattern in order to understand what you want. Easier, surely, to simply use their pattern and minimise potential for miscommunication. So the first one I'm going to tell you about is choices and process. It is a mistake to think that all children want choice. We read that we should give them choice in everything, but that isn't always what they want. Some children want process. This is like a tick list. Do homework, eat, play games with friends on my phone, shower, bed. They work through a list and having a choice or options simply gets in the way and can even confuse them. I've actually had parents ask me if there's something wrong with their child because they get confused when asked to choose between different things. Children who like choices get lots of enjoyment deliberating on which of the options they will take. The longer they can draw this out, the better. They like to choose clothes, menu options, films and so on. Removing choice from them will annoy them, even cause them to be angry. So if your child likes choice, but they can't have a choice, then you need to create a choice within the process. So, for example, they want a choice about whether or not they have to do their homework. You can instead offer them a choice of where to do it, when to do it, which subject first, which snack to eat while doing it. Be aware of your own position on this. You will tend to offer choices if that's important to you. But if you are more inclined to the process way of thinking, maybe you won't even think about there being a choice at all. Now, of course, if your partner is one and you are the other, you will probably be very aware of the difference. I'm speaking from personal experience here. So who is choices and who is process in your family? Match and mismatch. Does your child look for what's similar, what's familiar, what's the same? Do they find change and new experiences difficult? Do they respond badly to surprises? Do they want to know what to expect ahead of any activity? This is a match child. They tend to connect easily with other children, eager to find things they have in common. They like to agree, 
and they will avoid conflict, even agreeing to things they don't really want, rather than experience difference or discord. A mismatched child, however, will thrive on disagreement and look for what's wrong in what you say. It's easy to take such a child as being argumentative, difficult or deliberately trying to annoy, but this isn't the case. They thrive on difference and constantly seek clarity and want things to be just right. Such children tend to have a scientific brain and, as you can imagine, fit well into careers where knowing what's wrong is important, such as doctors, lawyers, engineers, scientists. This is called a yes-but pattern for reasons that will be immediately obvious to you if you have a mismatched child. If your child often responds with a but, they are mismatching. You may notice this if you have one sibling wanting to match and the other wanting to mismatch. The matching sibling can feel hurt and take it personally that their sibling keeps suggesting different games, wants to watch different videos and doesn't agree with them. Help them to understand that it isn't personal. It's just the way their sibling's mind works and they aren't deliberately being difficult or critical. You can help your mismatched child by encouraging them to think about how people are similar or how your idea is similar to theirs. And you can help your matching child by encouraging them to notice difference so they know it's fine to disagree sometimes and to follow their own path when someone suggests something they don't agree with. Who is match and who is mismatch in your family? <coughs> towards and away from. A towards child will be focusing on what they want and this certainly makes it easier for the brain to process their instructions. They are naturally positive and looking to what they want to achieve, how they want to be and what they want to have, be it friends, more pocket money, more screen time and so on. The opposite of this is away from, which means that they tend to focus on what they don't want. Imagine the confusion for your towards child if you were to suggest they should do their homework to avoid getting into trouble when they hadn't even considered this. What an away from child wants is to avoid confrontation, being told off, getting into trouble, having no friends, missing a shot at goal and other undesirable things. In fact, they struggle to think about what they actually do want because their mind is so focused on what they don't want. This can result in them getting more of the things they don't want because they're so focused on those things that they are looking out for them all the time. So the extent to the extent that they miss what is right in front of them, they miss out on the things they actually do want, but they don't know what they are. You can help this away from child by gently asking them, what do you want? You'll find it takes them a surprisingly long time to work it out. Don't prompt them. Their neural pathways need to do a complete U-turn and this takes time. In doing the U-turn, they are creating new possibilities and it's important they do this for themselves. Who is towards and who is away from in your family? Big chunk and small chunk. Some children like detail. They want to know all the facts, the plans and what they need to do in the smallest detail. 
Other children just want the general idea and they can work it out and get it done. As I said, each of these ways of being is a continuum and chunk size is a good example of this in as much as children need access to both small chunk detail and big chunk concepts. So even though they will have a preference, you can help them to learn how to chunk up and chunk down. When you deliver communication in the wrong chunk size for your child, they can easily find it overwhelming. A child preferring detail can be completely lost when given a big chunk idea. So for example, write about winter as an essay title will be too vague and not mean anything to them. It offers too much ambiguity and they have no idea what to do. The big chunk child, however, will be delighted at such an instruction and have lots of ideas. They might miss some of the detail, though, such as grammar and spelling mistakes, because that wasn't important to them. To help your child chunk up, say, think about what this means, or what's the end result, or what's it all for, what's the point of the exercise? To help your child chunk down, say, so what is the first step? What do you need to do? Write a list, make a plan. Who is big chunk and who is small chunk in your family? Internal and external. In a nutshell, internal is I and external is you. Internally referenced children focus more on themselves, their own views and thoughts, with less awareness or interest in those of others. They tend to be single-minded and uninterested in what others think of them. Externally referenced children do care, possibly too much, and are totally reliant on the views of others and unable to tune into what they themselves think. They are very codependent and likely to be easily hurt by unkind words in the playground. How you can help here is to ask, and what do you think, to encourage the externally referenced child to check things out for themselves rather than take the word of others. To the internally referenced child, you need to say, and what did the others say? To encourage them to be more aware of how their behaviour impacts others. There are times, of course, when we need to be firmly focused on what we want as parents, and then there are times we need to focus on what they want. But it's good to check in with them and with yourself as well, because there's always another perspective. When we are open and can move up and down the continuum, there is more chance of making a good connection with our children and them with their friends. Who is internally referenced and who is externally referenced in your family? Associated and disassociated. I touched on this earlier, recommending that parents consider stepping away from a battleground and disassociate and to see the situation without some of the drama and emotion as an impartial observer. This gives us a calmer, more authoritative stance, which will calm the situation and give us more chance of being heard. When both we and our children are in child mode, there is unlikely to be a good outcome. On the other hand, if we are too disassociated, we can seem like a computer, heartless and unfeeling. Being associated is therefore being totally in the drama and taking on the emotion of the other person. If, it's in, if instead it's done with a little detachment, it can be empathetic rather than appearing to be or more emotion than the other person who shared their story. 
who is associated and who is disassociated in your family. Some programs will be more pronounced in your children than others. There may be some that you don't even notice because they move fluidly along the continuum. This is the ideal situation where they have that flexibility. The metaprograms you notice most are likely to be where there is less flexibility. Note these here for your child. As you think about the chapter you want to turn to and about the issue that is at the forefront of your mind, ask yourself, how could this issue be being affected by my child's metaprogram? I hope you found that helpful.